Great Plains prairies are struggling to survive, in part because of trees. And then there's different brushes too. Cerecia lespediza is the one that drives us in the Flint Hills absolutely crazy. It should be right up with heroin and cocaine. You shouldn't be able to get it. <laughs> Hear more on the podcast Up From Dust. Up to Date wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends. You can text UTD to 816-601-4777 to tell us. Again, 816-601-4777. Well, the Missouri Chamber of Commerce and Industry is praising the State House of Representatives for passage of a crime bill that they say will address concerns about rising crime in the state of Missouri. Our crime is holding our state back, Chamber President and CEO Dan Meehan has said. But Democrats are saying the bill does nothing about guns and even continues to allow children to openly carry firearms in public without adult supervision. The bill also does little to nothing when it comes to providing more mental health treatment or funding for social services. Joining us now is Dan Meehan. He's president and CEO of the Missouri uh, Chamber of Commerce and Industry. And Dan, nice to have you on the show again. Welcome back. Thank you, Steve. It's good to be with you. How big of an issue does the state of Missouri have these days when it comes to its rising crime rate, Dan? It is a major issue, a major impediment, and a challenging headwind for Missourians in general, but also the business community when you're talking about trying to attract uh, workers, everyone knows we're in a shortage of people to fill the positions that we have. If you're trying to recruit people to Missouri and they take a look at what Missouri is or how it's perceived, we have a reputation across the nation and internationally of being a violent place. And unfortunately, the numbers bear that to be true. So uh, two, roughly two years ago, we were asked by so many members of ours and so many interested parties. Is there anything you can do, Missouri Chamber, as the business lobby to impact this in a positive direction? And so our answer was trying to get a, a, some things done legislatively, mm -hmm. trying to look at what programs work in the area of combating recidivism, of providing those services for people coming out of the system to be able to be trained and get certified and have fulfilling jobs and opportunities once they get out. Um, we also, let's face it, we need to help out our law enforcement. Uh, one of the provisions in the, the crime bill that's moving through is a provision in, that uh, reimburses pol police or people that are going to the police academy for training and trying to attract more people into mm -hmm. the profession. Mm -hmm. We know that most police departments across the state are way down on their number of officers that they have especially exacerbated in Kansas City and St. Louis. So this issue of rising crime, Dan, this is why you've said rising crime is holding our state back. It's gotten that serious. It's that serious. It's it's an impediment. You don't you, you don't need to go far from where you are, Steve, to find people that are concerned about it. Uh, we just had a person ask the question, do you feel safe when you walk to your car? Um, and, and if, if it's gotten that far, that that's right. a common theme, uh, it, it's high time we take action on it. Well, so the chamber went out, as you said, Dan, and got 500 business owners to sign a petition urging the general assembly to take action here. How tough was it for you guys to gather support from 500 businesses? Piece of cake. Uh, huh. it, 
I, I wish all our issues were this easy to touch people and, and really hit a nerve. And that's gone north of 500, Steve. So uh, it's an issue out there that businesses are signing on, individuals are signing on. And unfortunately, it impacts the whole state. I want to show this to you. It's it's a page out of our crime report or a public safety report. Right. The dark shades are not a good sign. The top shows how the, the 50 states rank in violent crimes per capita. And look at Missouri. We're, we're in a dark shade. But we also right. looked at what do we have to do across the state? So you can see it's not just urban core or anything, not at all. We have a statewide problem here. Hmm. And that's that's why we're trying to address it with a state solution. Um, our lane is a state approach. That's what we do at the Missouri Chamber. We advocate for the business community throughout the state of Missouri. But whether you're in Poplar Bluff, Waynesville, Columbia, or Kansas City, crime is an issue. Crime is a problem. And we obviously, we're one of the major supporters. And I think the only business organization to support the efforts of Lane Roberts, the state representative from Joplin, who's the sponsor of our bill, who has a background in law enforcement, and he's very passionate about trying to get something done. Dan Meehan, the president and CEO of the Missouri Chamber of Commerce and Industry, is my guest. You know, this measure got bogged down in two controversies, Dan. The first is something we talked about on this show last week, which would give the governor the ability to strip the authority of any elected prosecutor to handle violent crime cases. Under this provision, the governor could appoint a special prosecutor to handle cases for five years if the number of homicides exceeds a certain level in a community. The other controversial part uh, of this came up when Republicans rejected a provision that would have banned children from openly carrying firearms. Dan, do you worry that the purpose of this bill has is getting lost in the shuffle here? No, uh, we, we don't worry. We recognize fully that this was going to be controversial uh, going in, and it's frankly new ground for us. But if you talk about the facts... There were 167 people murdered in Kansas City in 2022, 196 murdered in St. Louis that same year. We've got a backload of cases in St. Louis of over 3,500 that are bogged down in the system. Mm -hmm. the, the numbers are, the, stat, the, the details are, if there are 35 homicides per 100,000 people in any community, then the governor could step in and appoint a special prosecutor to alleviate the demand and have the, the criminal justice system proceed in a timely manner. We don't think that's that's too much to ask. Mm -hmm. um, but let's face it, the other issue of, of minors in possession of guns, uh, it's very controversial. Missouri is always going to be a state that upholds the the rights of the Second Amendment. We're not threatening that at all, but we've got to try to find a solution. I don't mm -hmm. think anyone is comfortable having minors being able to carry a semi-automatic weapon. I want to ask you about guns in a minute, but before we get there, uh, tell me what would the bill do, Dan? Give me two or three of the major highlights here. Well, like I mentioned, we would uh, have a benefit uh, reimbursement for people interested in receiving training to join the police force. Mm -hmm. uh, we also expand mental health programs to try to address those problems, which sometimes lead to people committing crimes. Are There's those programs a, funded in this bill, Dan? 
no, not in this bill that would go through the appropriations right. process, but okay. we're also advocating for that. And we increased that last year. So we had some progress on that. Um, other provisions in the bill, uh, second chance hiring, uh, trying to, again, I mentioned earlier, uh, providing opportunities for those people coming out of the prison system. And, you know, one of the basic things that we we're missing right now is the ability to provide those people coming out of the system. And we have three to 4,000 people a year coming out back into society. And a lot of times they don't have an ID. They don't have the basics. So uh, those nuts and bolts uh, actions that we're taking would help that. And of course, um, the, the, the prosecutor provision where the governor could appoint right. a special pro prosecutor in those cases where there's a backlog of cases. And unfortunately, 35 homicides per 100,000 of our fellow citizens. Right. So um, it, it's, it is a, what's gets termed as an omnibus bill. Right. It's it passed the Senate. Uh, we're, oh, I'm sorry, passed the house. house right. Looking forward to the debate in the Senate. We'll be back in just a minute. You know, Dan, the critics are saying there's not a word in this bill aimed at curtailing the proliferation of guns in the state. And we talk about this issue all the time on this talk show, given how prominent and prevalent gun homicides are in Kansas City. How can we really deal with crime if we're not willing to take on the issue of guns? I think what this bill does is address a lot of issues around the problem of crime. Uh, we looked around the country at the, those ideas that were working, those uh, best practices around there. But also you have to look at it through the lens of what is possible in the state of Missouri. Mm -hmm. And if you if you get painted into a corner of infringing on the Second Amendment, you're going to have a problem uh, in the in the Missouri legislature. So but there are some things that on the extreme end of things, like I mentioned earlier, uh, minors with weapons, we're looking for a solution for that. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to address what we can address, what we can get done, and what we get, can get to the governor's office to, to get signed into law. You know, Dan, I get that. But the Missouri Chamber, as you well know, carries a big stick down in Jefferson City. If the chamber took the lead on something along the lines of beginning to address the proliferation of guns that every mayor in Kansas City and St. Louis ha have been decrying going back decades now, that might begin to make a difference. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, and again, we're we're trying to get done what's feasible and what what we can get through the Missouri legislature. Um, and we, if you talk about gun control as its own issue, that's one thing. It's it's in discussion in the the, the Missouri legislature right now. It, again, on the extreme ends of it, but uh, right now we're trying to get done what we can get done to try to solve a very serious problem, not just for business attraction or worker attraction, but for all of us to to feel comfortable that we're, we're safe when we are conducting our lives. Right. right now, there's a problem in that. We have too much violent crime, too much property crime. We're leading the nation in these stats. 
So we're going to try to get done what we can get done. Right. Uh, this this bill that passed the House is a big step forward, and we're excited about its prospects. Let me just play you a clip here from what Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas uh, told me earlier this week about crime and whether uh, funding the police is enough to address the issue. Here's what he told us. We still have really this terrible increase, this trend over the last three years of our most violent years in the city's history. Money is not enough. Just saying the same red meat buzzwords are not enough. You have to get to root causes and you have to have a state where you can get guns off the street. Missouri is is opposed to that fundamentally in the Missouri legislature. And that is going to lead us to more concerns long term, particularly not just on homicides, but on gun related suicides, which are killing a number of Missourians and that we still have our heads in the sand and aren't willing to try to address. Dan, what I'm wondering is if this bill in two or three years doesn't have the impact that you hope, will it be time for the Missouri Chamber to begin looking possibly at the proliferation of guns going forward? We'll have to see how this unfolds, Steve. Uh, Right now, if you look at the scorecard, there were 30 bills filed on crime last year, two passed. The governor called a special session on it, and it didn't work out. This is a difficult thing to get done. We've got great momentum on what on our bill this year, but I, I respectfully disagree with the mayor. I think uh, people in Missouri want to fix the problem, but uh, we have to address the fact that there are violent criminals that conduct violent crimes and all too often, not just in Missouri, but you hear it around the country, they're let out on a technicality or the prosecutor just doesn't do their job. And I think it it comes down to this. You ask Missourians, if somebody conducts a violent crime or crimes, let's say it's the fifth time, we can tell you stories about this. Mm-hmm. If someone is a repeat violent crime conductor, should they be allowed out? Now, let's let's just ask that question, because that's the nut of this. Hmm. Uh, What's your sense, Dan? Is the state Senate going to pass this bill? Do you have a feel for it yet? Oh, boy. Um, It's it's a little harder to get it through the uh, upper chamber. Right. Right. I I think we have enough momentum this year. There's there's enough people on both sides of the aisle that want to get something done. I think we've shown from the Missouri Chamber and the business community the need to get something done. Mm I know the governor's supportive, so I, I, I'm confident on on this one. And, Are you uh, confident, Dan, that this measure would reduce uh, gun violence and violence in general in the state of Missouri? Yes, because uh, the, the the one of the core provisions of this bill basically says if you conduct a violent crime, you will be prosecuted. Too often, that's not happening right now. So it sends a bold message that we're not going to take this anymore. It also helps the law enforcement and it helps people that get out of prison. The, the three to 4,000 people that will be out of the system, it helps them get acclimated to society again. And if you, if you're successful in that, in, in, in a, any sort of way that reduces that, problem of that mm-hmm. person resorting back to crime because they can't hold a job or there's no opportunities for them. Um, we got to take care of that 
that end of the spectrum and make sure we we cut down on repeat offenders. That's Dan Meehan. He's president and CEO of the Missouri Chamber of Commerce and Industry. Dan, always appreciate you taking some time. Thanks so much. Thank you, Steve. Up to Date is produced by Zach Wilson, Reginald David, Elizabeth Ruiz, Zach Perez, and Hannah Cole. Our intern is Claudia Brancart. Our announcer and engineer is Paul Nakatura. Our theme music is composed and performed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening.